What makes Elul different to the rest of the year? The Chayra. It's a month without any specific mitzvahs. It's not like the other times of the year where we have a mitzvah, which is Nagea at the time. Shev is a minute, as you're going to see. First Chayra, there's something special about the time. There's a mitzvah to count the days. Elul. If you don't find any specific mitzvahs as far as the Torah is concerned, Bichlal, the whole month. So what's the specific avoid um, we have to do in Chodesh Elul? What's Whoever knows Elul as a certain nigan, it's Elul. What, what's the significance of Elul? So you're going to see that there's two separate separate concepts which we, we deal with in Elul. They overlap, but they're both separate. And we'll see which part of Elul is focused on the one, which part of Elul is focused on the other one. The first is the Gemara. The Gemara says that there's a mitzvah to involve ourselves in the halachas of Yom Tov for 30 days before Yom Tov. Right? Because like we have a Pesach, 30 days before Yom Tov, we have to think of Hechus Pesach. There's enough Gemini in that. Let's say, and this is a nafkamina, which is no gear every year to to bacham yeshivas like everyone else. What's nafkamina? How long before Pesach do you have to worry about the Dikachomit? Before Pesach, do you have to worry about doing the Dikachomit? What's the answer? 30 days. So you don't come Pesach. So if you're leaving yeshiva within 30 days of Pesach, you have to do the Dikachomit before you go. If you would leave more than 30 days, you don't have to leave this right? Before 30 days, you don't have to worry about the yom. It's a din. Shleshim yom kai dem eregel, it's a din to worry about the yom. More than that, we don't have to It's far enough in the future, far enough in the distance, we don't have to think about it. There's a matter of stars coming, so... It's a bit. 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 Okay, so that's the case, that's the way that we see the such halacha by Yomzuf. Same thing, the halacha in sukkah is, if a person builds a sukkah within 30 days of sukkahs, so we assume it was made the same sukkahs. Is anything, yeah, 30 days, anything about sukkahs. But if he built the sukkah sometime in the middle of the summer, what the is the sukkahs? It was the summer, he was building a shayla. So it doesn't work, it's not necessarily meant the same sukkahs. So the first side we see is if there's a din, that 30 days before Yom Tov, you have to worry about the Yom Tov. So the first thing we know about Elul is the 30 days before Rosh Hashanah. 30 days before Rosh Hashanah, which means that we have to start thinking about Rosh Hashanah. So that's one element in Elul. And that is, Elul is the 30 days, the month before Rosh Hashanah, so you have to plan for Rosh Hashanah. But there's a second concept in Elul altogether. We just see the two happen at the same time. And that is, we know the Torah starts Hilchus Elul. With the Midrash. We know that originally Moshe got the Luchus in Arsinai. He came down from Arsinai and the Luchus, he smashed the Luchus because he saw Klai Israel dancing on the Eglazov. 40 days, Tfila, 40 days, and Tashem agrees to forgive them. And after 40 days of HaKadosh Baruch agreeing to forgive them, so now, so now, Hashem tells him, come back a second time. Come back, come back a second time, and another 40 days, and I'll give you the luchos the second time. We call luchos shmis. Now, 
When did the second set of 40 days start? The second set of 40 days start with Chodesh Elul, and they finish Yom Kippur. So if there's a second, so to speak, time period when we work on getting Kapara, we work on Tshuva, so that second set of time starts from Rosh Chodesh Elul until Yom Kippur. So we have two separate things in Elul. The one is preparing for Rosh Hashanah, and the one is preparing for Yom Kippur. And if you want to see the difference, we have two Minagim in Elul. The one Minag in Elul is the Minag of blowing the Shaykh. So we start by Nishav Rosh we finish when? Rosh Hashanah. It's a Torah There's another Minag in Elul. It's a Minag of the Shulchan Aruch, it's a Minag of the Sfarim. We start saying Slichas Rosh Chodesh Elul, and we finish when? When Slichas go until? In Gippah. So even the Ashkenazim only start saying Slichas later, but the idea is we have two separate tracks in Elul. Elul for Rosh Hashanah, Elul for Yom Okay, what's the difference between them? What are we meant to do to prepare for Rosh Hashanah? What are we meant to do for, to prepare for Yom Kippur? And why is it important to ask? Because everyone thinks, Adam Shiva. Great. Which one is that? Is that preparing for Rosh Hashanah or is it preparing for Yom Kippur? So let's understand, what's the preparation we need to do for Rosh Hashanah? What's, what's the preparation we need to do for Yom Kippur? So let's start with Rosh Hashanah first. Rosh Hashanah, we find in Elul, we find three different Ramazim, Rosh Tavis, if you want, of the word Elul. We find three different Rosh Tavis. We find three different Rosh Tavis of the word Elul. First one is, you know, Anina Dodi Vidadini. The second one, Umar Hashem Elokecho, Es Levavcho, Ve Es Levav Zarecho. The Pasuk is talking about Chiva Hashem. Well, so to speak, we mal your heart, es levavcha, and ve'es levav zarecha, the heart of your children. The second remez. And the third remez, which is brought in the Pesach of Elul, Mosul Rosh Hashanah, is the Pesach in the Gilles Esther. It says, Umishlayach manos ish l're'ehu, umatanas l'evyonim. So if you take the words, ish l're'ehu, umatanas l'evyonim, you get the word Elul. Okay, let's read random sukkim. What's it going to teach us? So it's telling us three separate things to work on in, in Elul. The first pasuk, this talk says the simplest pasuk. Umara Hashem lekecho es levavcha ve es levav zarecho. It's talking about shiva. Es levavcha es levav zarecho. Talking about shiva. Umara Hashem lekecho es levavcha es levav zarecho. Hashem will, so to speak, imal your heart and the heart of your, the heart of your descendants, the heart of your children. In order to do job. S levavcha, the S levav. That's the first pasuk of Elul. The second pasuk. Ani ledaidi, ledaidi li. I'm with Hashem. Hashem is with me. Is talking. Is talking about tefillah. It's talking about tefillah. And the third pasuk. Mishlech Manus Ish Nereyeu Matanus Levyanim is talking about soccer. So what do we have? Tefillah, Tshuva, and soccer. Sounds familiar? What do we say in Hashem? Tshuva, Tefillah, Tzakah, Mavir Misrag Zayim. We have three ways to, so to speak, three three ways to deal with a Zayim, to deal with a Din. 
Tshuva, Tzvid, and Staka. Erlul is the Rosh Hashanah of all three. We have to work on the three ways which are Mavir and Mizraya Agzeri. So Erlul is the preparation for Shoshana. Shoshana is Yemad Din, we know Shoshana will get judged. We want to make sure we have a good Din, we want to get sure we get judged favorably. So, like we said in the Dabbing, Tshuva, Tzvid, Staka, we have to have Erlul for all three. There's an element of Tshuva in Erlul, an element of Tzvid in Erlul, and an element of Staka in Erlul. Why do these three things help? How does it then work? Hashem judges a person. He looks at what a person did. Most of the stuff he did is good. He's a tzaddik. Most of the things he did is bad. He's a rasha. Okay. So that's, we understand that Hashem judges fairly. So maybe tshuva can help we understand it. But why does tefillah and stocker change the thing? Why? Well, what's the, what's the justice there? What's the spara? What's the logic? How does it work? That because a person gives more stock, Hashem is going to change the din. What's the reason for that? So here we see another yisod. Here we see another yisod, and that's like this. There's a there's there's a difference between the din shemayim of Rosh Hashanah and what we call a regular din. And this is the point you have to talk about to understand. There's the difference between Din Shemaim and the regular Din, which in normal case of a judgment. Why? A normal Din would be interested in a person taken to trial, a person brought to court. What are we judging? We're judging the past. What happened? What did you do? What did you do? Is it good? Is it bad? Do you get rewards? Do you get punished? In any, any case of any vintage, any case of a court case, the person did, did something or didn't do something, so we're judging him on the past. We're judging him based on what he did or didn't do, and therefore what does he deserve for, for what he did or didn't do? For Amethyst, one day we're going to get judged like that also. The Asid Lava, Hashem judges everybody on what they did in their life. So, so there is such a concept of din too. But this is the important point. That's not the din of Rosh Hashanah. That's not the din of Rosh Hashanah. The point of Rosh Hashanah isn't for Hashem to judge a person to punish and reward. That Hashem will do much later on. Hashem is not judging a person Rosh Hashanah that now I'm going to punish you for all your affairs, now I'm going to reward you for your misses. Right? There's Hashem. Person of a long life, we'll get one day to Elam Abba, Hashem will deal with it there. So what's the point of the day? What's the point of the day? What are we being judged for Rosh Hashanah? It's an important point to think about, because most people automatically assume, then they think reward and punishment. That's not the point of Rosh Hashanah. And it's the first Rambam, I'll tell you the Rambam in a moment. The point of the dinner of Rosh Hashanah is planning next year. Planning the year to come. It's the beginning of the year. Hashem is looking ahead at the year which is coming. And the question is going to be, how is the Kodesh Baruch Hu going to deal with you this coming year? How is Hashem going to deal with you this coming year? So the Ikka focus isn't what was. The question is, What's going to be? But now here's the point. This is the point to think about. What has Hashem decided based on? If Hashem has to decide what's next year going to look like for this person, so what, what, what factors does Hashem have to base that on? So the obvious one is, let's look at his track record. I want to see, let's say I was a Rosh Hashiv and I want to accept welcome to Yeshiva. So if I say, what's this boy going to be like? Well, let's see what he's like before, right? If he has this track record of showing up to every side, of learning about Smada, 
So I assume in the future do the same thing. If he has a track record of never, never ever being in the best measure, I assume that the future will be the same. So if we're trying to see what's going to be next year, what's, what's going to, this person going to do in the future, so the obvious place to start with is, what was he like in the past? But all other things being equal, we assume we'll carry on the same way. Oh, but now here's the Chiddush of Rosh Hashanah. And the Chiddush of Rosh Hashanah is that a person can change. A person can change. And if that's the case, so then the track, last year's track record isn't a good indication of what he's going to be now. Last year's track record is not a good indication of what he's going to be now. No. Had nothing changed, you're right. What was, what was will be. But something changed. I don't want to be the same as last year. I want to be different. So if you can't judge me based on what I was last year, I, don't, I, I want to change from what I was last year. This is the insight I'm saying everyone's heard about it. What we say in Rosh Hashanah is the din that Hashem judges a person by Asher Husham. As he is now. Why? Think about it. If the judgment was to if the judgment was to work out what does the person get rewarded for his mitzvahs? What does the person get punished for his affairs? And now he's standing in the trial and he says, look, I feel very bad about everything. Right? Does it make a difference? So what? He did it. You're going to deal with the consequences of what he did. There's a concept of chivah, that's a different passion. With that, with normally the, the concept is you did something, we deal with you. The person is now a murder accident. So you can take him to a judge. So he says, look, I feel really bad about it. I'm very, I feel, you know, I'm very sorry what happened. Does it make a difference? We don't, we don't care. What did you do and what's the result? So in the judgment for what was, we deal with the facts. There's not much more to do. What was, was. What happened, happened. Bashar Hosham, right now you wouldn't do the same thing. Right now I learned my lesson. Right now I'll try harder. What's the difference? That's not the dinner of The dinner of Hashem is Hashem is deciding what's going to be next year. What's going to be Tafshim Pei Bes? And if that's the case, if a person comes to Hashem and Shana and says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I'm different to what I was. I'm going to be better. I'm going to change. I'm going to do things differently. So be made it. That's what Hashem is going to work with. Be made it. That's what Hashem is going to work with. This is what you think you're going to be right now. Let's work with that. Let's work with that. So if Hashem is going to give you your chart, your, what's going to be in the future, based on where you are right now. That's the most accurate indication we have of what's going to be next year. Now obviously it has to be real. And no one's feeling Hashem. Right? If a person really feels, this year's going to be, going to be different. Last year? Okay, last year was a different year. Next year's going to be better. Right? Okay, if a person really feels like that, good, Hashem is what to work with. We made it a dinner of Hashem that is more important by Hashem Hashem where you are right now than the last year. The last year just provides us, uh, so to speak, a model to, to based on what was, what's likely to be. But if I'm not like that anymore, so then that's, not, that's not the model Hashem is going to use. Hashem is going to use the model of what you are. Now this is why this is uh, such an important insight. is because the Tshuva for Rosh Hashanah doesn't mean you have to go to the whole Sharing Tshuva and do a proper Harata and every, the whole stages of Tshuva when you only want to each other. It's good, it's wonderful to do it, but it's not for Rosh Hashanah. You don't need it for Rosh Hashanah. The Ikka point for Rosh Hashanah is the decision what I want to be. The Ikka point for Rosh Hashanah is the decision what I want to be. And the proof? The proof? Not one time on Rosh Hashanah do we say al yeah. Not one time on Rosh Hashanah do we say Hashanah Bagadah. If we need to do the Tshuva on Rosh Hashanah, where's the Tshuva? Where's the Tshuva? No, never. It doesn't come up. Not only that, the Shulchan Aruch says, Ein maskirim chet for Rosh Hashanah. We're not meant to do that on Rosh Hashanah. We're not meant to clap al Rosh Hashanah. It's not 
going back on all the actions we did and saying we started for each one. The Tshuva Rosh Hashanah is a different thing. The Tshuva Rosh Hashanah is we're going to show HaKadosh Baruch Hu what we want to be next year. What we want to be next year. And we hope that based on that model HaKadosh Baruch Hu will decide for next year for us. That's the first thing. Let's go back to what we said. We said there's three avoiders in the end. There's two avoiders in the end. The first avoider is preparing for Rosh Hashanah. How do we do that? Tshuva, Utfila, Utstak. Okay, so now let's put it all together. We asked, how does that influence the din? If a person is being judged, what does it make a difference that he's Tfila? What does it make a difference, Tshuva, Utstak? How does it influence the din? And the answer is, since the din isn't on what was, the din is what's going to be. So now how are we going to talk to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and tell him what's going to be? How are we going to present the case or show Hashem what we want to be? The best that we want Hashem to decide that's, going to be, that's what we want you to be next year. So the first thing is Tshuva. But the Tshuva of Rosh Hashanah is Tshuva to Hashem. The Tshuva of Rosh Hashanah isn't Tshuva as Tshuva for all our bears. The Tshuva of Rosh Hashanah is Tshuva to Hashem. In other words, where, where do I want to go to? What do I want to do next year? Imagine. Imagine for a moment that before Hashem judges in Rosh Hashanah, and so before I decide what's going to happen to you next year, I'm giving you the chance to talk. What do you think, what do you want to happen to you next year? What do, now, obviously, we want, to, we want Hashem to do for us. Yeah, Hashem, we want Hanasa, and we want good health, and we want Tatlach, and we want good chabras, and everything. So let's be asking for Hashem. Let's say Hashem asks us, what do, you want, what do you want to say is going to happen to you next year? How would you predict the year is going to be? What's your plan? Imagine she gave him the chance to say that before he decides what he wants to do for you, what he's going to do. He gave him the chance to talk. What do you, what do you want? What do you say you're going to do next year? And I'll tell you a secret. You don't have to imagine it. You don't have to imagine it because Hashem does give you that chance. Hashem does give you that chance. Before Hashem judges you, He gives you the chance to make the case for yourself. And so we're going to see. The Ikra of Rosh Hashanah is your is your tefillah musaf? As we know, the musaf of Rosh Hashanah, that's that's when, when a person's opportunity, so to speak, to present his case before Hashem judges him. I didn't make this up. It's before Hashem the Gemara. Imur lefanai malchis zechronis and shayfris kadesh yitarei zechronis from matoshpana letayva. Before Hashem judges you, He gives you the chance. Malchis zechronis and shayfris. We're going to see that they link up to the three things we said before. Tefillah, tefillah, and stalker. So before Hashem judges you, He gives you the chance. Make the case for yourself. You say what you're going to be. The first point. The first point. The first point is Malchus. Malchus means that what, what I want to do with myself next year, where do I want to go to? Be'etzim, I take into account what does Hashem want me to do. I'm not, I don't decide whatever I want. There's a... There's authority. HaKadosh Baruch is in charge. My cheshmer is going to be HaKadosh Baruch. I'm taking you into account. What do you want me to do? So I accept that. I accept that. That's the tshuva. The tshuva of Rosh Hashanah is tshuva to Hashem. It's a pasuk. Umal Hashem elokecha. The pasuk we said with the Rosh Tevis Elul. Umal Hashem elokecha. Es levav ko es levav zarecha. And has the pasuk carry on. Leavu. Hashem elokecha. The tshuva of Rosh Hashanah is tshuva to Hashem. The first point, we're coming back to, I'm going to attacking to Cheshmer what you want me to do. That's the most important thing. 
what am I going to do next year? I'm not deciding whatever I feel is the best thing for me. I'm not thinking whatever I enjoy the most. No. My question is, you're in charge. What I'm my plan for next year is what you want me to do. Okay, so that's the first one. That's the Chiba Rosh Hashanah. That's Malchus. Now we come to the next one. Zichonis. What's Zichonis? That we say, HaKadosh Baruch remembers everything which happens to us. So what do we need to say that? What, what's the second part of what we need to do, so to speak, to show HaKadosh Baruch that our plan for next year is a good plan? And the answer is, the answer is that it's very nice you know, to think conceptually, big terms, of course, whatever Hashem wants, that's what we're going to do. The question is, how much are you going to remember that through the year? Rosh Hashanah to think Hashem Melech, yes, whatever Hashem wants, we'll do. That's the plan, that's the most important thing. Great. How much are you going to remember that through the year? How much are you going to remember through the year? And the answer to that question is, like we say in Zephyrinus, Ashrei ish shalai yishkochecho. Ashrei, like he's a person, fortunately a person who doesn't forget the Hashem. He doesn't forget that, what he knows Rosh Hashanah, he's going to remember that during the year. Okay. What's the kayak we have for that? To remind us, to remind us the whole time. Right, remember. There's, there's a point you're living. Remember that there's something in charge. Remember that there's a reason. That you yourself decided that there's a tachis in life. What's the, what's the reminder we have the whole time? Says the Hashem in The reminder we have the whole time is tefillah. Is tefillah. We do whatever we want to do during the day. We go to work, we do this, we go out, we're busy, we think. Every day, come back, focus, remember. Remember, you're standing in front of Hashem. Our daily reminder. Keep focus. Remember. You have a plan. Remember. Hashem is what you told Hashem you got to do something. That's Twitter. And therefore, there's the kindness. How do we remember? How do we remember that our, our plan, if we have a plan for this year and we want to do something, that's it. how do we remember Hashem every day? We have Twitter for that. And that's the beauty of the Pasuk. The second Pasuk of Elul, I need a doidi, the doidi. I'm with Hashem and Hashem is with me. That's the second line of it. We're together. The whole time. I need a doidi, the doidi. Every time I'm davening, I'm with Hashem. I therefore have to focus the whole time. Zichonis is, I'm not going to forget this. It's very nice now I'm standing in Yomadina, Sasha, I'm making a deal with you. Next year I'm going to be like this. Next year I'm going to try harder. That's great for Shoshana. And what's going to be in two weeks' time? How are you going to remember that? And what's going to be in two months' time? And what's going to be next year in the summer? I need a lady. I have a fierce. I have something to remind me every day. Every day I daven. That's a reminder. Since I'm called, the reason we were talking to Philip every day is because otherwise the person gets caught up in what he's doing and he tends to forget. He tends to forget. So the Melech Halal Kaveas, we have a constant reminder. That's the premise. That's the next thing. And the last thing. The last thing of the Shabbos. What, what, what do we say in Shabbos? We started talking about Matan Tarek. We talked about Matan Tarek. How Kaisal stood to get the Tarek from HaKadosh Baruch Hu and we heard the tremendous Shaitan. And we finished talking about Mashiach. About the Psukim of the Levim. Hayabayayimahu. Itaka Vashaifa Gadol Avoya Oyev Dimeret Ashur. 
they, they will come when Hashem will blow the shofar and bring back all the nidachim, all the yidin all over the world. Scattered to bring all that to Yisrael. Yishtachu Hashem Harakayish B'Yisrael. The one person. The other person. In Shofar. Also from the Nebim. Hashem Alekim B'Shofar Yitka. Okay, the Shofar will blow the shofar when he comes to bring... To, to, to reveal himself in time with Sheikh. So what's the, what are we saying in Shafas? What are we saying in Shafas? So we said three things. Shafa we spoke about. With Twitter we spoke about. And the last thing is Staka. Staka. What's the mind of Staka? Why does it help us in the day? What's the mind of Staka? Why does it help us in the day? And what's the Shafas to Shafas? Again, the Pasuk before is a Remis Ka'elu. So I'm telling you now, because the aside of the Prince Karaf, I'll tell you where he said it, at the same time the aside of the Alts of Kel. He said like this. He said that the biggest chus that a person can have to get a good deal in Rosh Hashanah. The biggest chos that a person can have to get what he wants. Hashem should give him everything he wants in Rosh Hashanah. All the brachas that he wants. All the atzlacha that he wants. All the atzlacha that he wants. Is why when a person feels what I'm doing isn't just for me. I'm not doing this. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not in this just for myself. What I'm doing is that I'm trying to help him fly his Yeah, I'm not talking about big grandiose thoughts. Very simple, in a very simple way. And the author wrote this in, the basement, in his basement from Kel. He said, Everyone's part of a tzibur. Everyone, yeah. He writes on the he writes a sign outside the basement of Kelm in El every year. He said, The biggest way, the biggest aid of Elo is to think of yourself as part of a tzibur. As part of a tzibur. And each one of us is part of a tzibur. So, it's important for me, my chavrosis, my roommates, the people I'm learning with uh, 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 on a daily basis. This is not a one-man campaign, right? We're not going to maintain a yeshiva with just one person. If, if this is what we meant to be part of a yeshiva, if we meant this is what Hashem wants, it should be the people learning Torah, then it's a group effort. The biggest matter we have in Rosh Hashanah is construction. Hashem, I'm part of a group. I'm part of a tzibur, I'm part of a group, I'm part of a yeshiva, I'm part of a rabbim because the matter of being part of a rabbim is the possibility. David Hashem will save me because there's a rabbim, I'm part of a rabbim. Which means, even if my personal track record isn't that great, but I'm part of a tzibur which is good. And if that's the case, if that's the case, maschus to be matzliach. Maschus is because it's part of the tzibur which everybody needs each other. That's the big man. So if a person's on his own, he doesn't have that tzibur. If a person's part of a tzibur, then I'm relying on the tzibur of everybody to help me. But it works because it's true. It's true. The Rosh Hashem wouldn't have yeshiv if there weren't bachrim. The bachrim wouldn't have yeshiv if there wasn't there wasn't like they should. He wouldn't have chavros if it wasn't for each other. Everyone needs everybody. So it's not true. As much as I'm a part of a tzibur, so then each of our schosim is working for each other. I remember when I was a bachim. 
then make sure you buy a Klai Yisrael. Make sure you buy a Klai Yisrael. Because Klai Yisrael has a source. If a person connects, then he has a source too. And that's, that's what he said. That's what we're going to talk about today. <coughs> Edel's meant the first part of Edel's, to prepare for Shoshana. What do you have to prepare for Shoshana? To prepare for Yamadin. But what's the din? Not in the past. The Shoshana is the din for next year. So we have to prepare our case. What means being, it doesn't make a difference. We had a bad winter's month, we had a bad summer's month, we had a bad winter's month. It doesn't make a difference. We're not being judged for our actions. The Shaila is, what, what, what's the plan for next year? Looking ahead, what's the plan for next year? Imagine you wanted to go to a new year. And there says, I'm not looking what you like in 12th grade. I don't care about your track record. What do you want to do this year? That's best than how Rosh Hashanah works. No? Make your argument. Hashem is listening to you before he decides. Imre Lefanai, Malchis, Tichrenis, Shafris. Your chance to speak first. And what do we say? Number one, what's the plan? That's Malchis. That's the Chiva. The Chiva to go back to where Hashem wants us to go. You redirect it. Number two, it's great you have a plan. What's the Zichrenis? How are you going to remember this plan? That's Tfila. And number three, what's the Schus that we have? That we part Israel. We part of Klaisha. That's that's the Ustaka. That's the Shefaris. Because it's part of Klaisha, we have a special space. So, everybody says, so we have two weeks still, approximately to Rosh Hashanah. So now you've heard the idea, we can start thinking about how you're planning our argument. And preparing our case, what you want to say to Hashem when we, when we get to Rosh Hashanah. That's what we have for. To prepare the Chuvah, the Tfilah, the Ustaka. To prepare the Malchus, the Khanis, and the Shefaris.